You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is David Spell again, and this is episode 71, and we're continuing our three-part series. This is part two on leadership excellence, and we're looking at 10 characteristics of great leaders. And like I said last week, this material is based on Dr. Phil Pringle's book, uh, Leadership Excellence, 10 Characteristics of Great Leaders. Uh, Dr. Pringle is the uh, founding pastor of C3 Church in uh, Oxford Falls in Sydney, Australia, and uh, he oversees C3 Global. We're a family of eh, pushing towards 500 churches now worldwide, but um, he's known for his leadership teaching and um, just an amazing guy, and it's just it's some great material. We've taught it in a number of settings, a school of ministry, leadership training, other, other uh, settings where, um, you know, we've applied these principles and it's just it's, it's great stuff it works so um, last week we talked about how a leader's um, you know first of all is a servant uh, number two they're a son they're a son of the house and then number three they're a soldier and then jumping right back in today with number four is leaders are successful and when we talk about success what are we talking about you know I think sometimes We look at success as kind of like hitting the lottery. Um, You know, one day I'll I'll hit the jackpot and I'll be successful. One day the boss will recognize my brilliance and I'll be successful. But, you know, really, when you look at the most successful people in whatever industry it is, whether it's in business or education or in ministry, these are the people that have usually created their own success. Um, give you give you an idea. What about looking for a need and meeting it? Instead of waiting for the boss to come and find you and, and recognize your brilliance, why not look for a need in the company and meet it? Look for a need in society and meet it. You know, that's how so many great businesses have, have been developed because somebody saw a need and went about creating a business that was going to meet that need. Another one, look for a hurt and heal it. You know, one of the most successful ministries our church in the U.S. had for many, many years was a single mom's ministry. We looked around and we saw so many solo moms that were, you know, struggling in some some different areas. And, you know, as a church, we said, what can we do to, to heal this hurt? So they started an incredible single mom's ministry that... Actually, the byproduct was it ended up growing the church because so many of these single moms became part of our church. But the reality is we opened the ministry up just to serve families in our community, and we were able to be very successful with that. Um, another one, another way we can be successful is look for an opportunity and take advantage of it. 
Um, you know, when I was working for the police department, one of the things that I was constantly amazed at were how many people ignored one of the biggest perks of the county government that I worked for. This county government offered tuition reimbursement for your college education. They would pay for almost 100% of an undergraduate degree, and they paid for 60% of my master's degree. And yet so few people took advantage of that. Look for an opportunity. Take advantage of it. You know, create, we create momentum by taking small steps. And, you know, we take these small steps and eventually we turn around and we see how far we've come. And also to be successful, you've got to be willing to work harder and longer than those around you. You know, if you're just getting to work right on time and leaving as as soon as it's time to go, eh, you're probably not going to be successful. Are you willing to get there early and are you willing to leave a little later? And then don't blame anybody else. You take responsibility for your success or for your failure. You're the only one that can make you successful. Moving on, number five. Number five, leaders are strong. Remember, we're talking about 10 characteristics of great leaders. And number five is leaders are strong. Now, you've probably at some point in your life worked for a weak leader. They had trouble making a decision. They were, um, they had trouble making a good decision. They were the kind of person that, you know, would say one thing one day and the next thing they would, um, you know, shift back to another point of view or they would make the decision and then they would back off the decision. And you really didn't know what to do. You didn't know what action you should take because you didn't know if they were going to change their mind again. You know, at the end of the day, it's the strong that survive. And in leadership, this is so true. Leaders are taking people on a journey. But if you don't know where you're going, if you're not strong enough to stand by your own convictions and by the own vi- your, own, the own, your own vision that you have for where you want to go, you're going to have trouble getting people to follow you. There's a, there's a verse in the Bible in Ephesians 6 that says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. And if you're a Christian and you're a leader... Your strength comes from God, but it also comes from inside of you. He's put it inside of you. So don't be afraid to be strong. You know, strong leadership means guiding people in a certain direction. It's not controlling them, but leaders have a clear direction of where they want to go. And it's not leadership to just let people do whatever they want to do. That's not leadership. Leadership is is guiding people in a specific direction. Um, in, in, in ministry, it might be taking your church in, in a certain direction and saying no to some ministries so you can focus on some others. In business, it might be taking your business in a specific location and targeting a specific audience. Strong leadership always requires something from others. Strong leadership always requires something from the leader. Strong leadership holds people accountable, and strong leadership is fearless of other people's opinions. Of course you listen to other people's opinions. Of course we're affected by them. Leaders are human too. They get their feelings hurt. But at the end of the day, we have to decide, okay, am I going in the right direction? Am I doing what I feel like we're supposed to do? And if I am, I've got to ignore some opinions. 
So leaders are strong. Number six, leaders have sound character. We could also say leaders have good character. You know, leadership uh, and integrity should go hand in hand. And sadly, in, in, in this, this day of scandals, and we hear about scandals almost every day, scandals in ministry, scandals in business, scandals in politics, corruption, you know, we hear about it. People that, that are in leadership positions, we, we hear and we see evidence of corruption. But you know, when it gets right down to it, the best leaders are those that are people of integrity. They're, they're people that you can trust. Our character is formed by our habits. You know, good habits lead to good character. What does your character look like? Are you a person of integrity? There's a couple of verses in the Bible. In Proverbs uh, chapter 3, it says this, My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Don't let them out of your sight. They will be life for you an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be, a, your sleep will be sweet. You know, even today I saw in the news of a, of a pastor of a, of a large church in the U.S. being forced to step down from a ministry position because of some really bad decisions and some bad lifestyle choices that he had made. So sad, so disappointing. Listen, we're all human. We're all just one or two steps away from disaster. But it breaks my heart to see um, a lack of character from anybody, but especially somebody that's in such a powerful leadership position. So we have to have good character if we're going to be effective leaders. And then we'll stop with number seven. We'll stop with number seven, and that's... The leader is sensible, a sensible person. We could also say wisdom. You know, there's a lot of strong and courageous leaders out there who have failed for a lack of wisdom. Maybe they made bad decisions. Maybe they got bad counsel. Maybe they just made, made a mistake. And listen, it can happen to any of us. But leaders are wise. And when they do make a mistake, they learn from it. They're sensible. It says in Proverbs in the Old Testament, let those who are wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. And let those who understand receive guidance. You know, leaders, if they want to be wise, they need to develop some habits that lead to wisdom. Uh, One of those habits is they have to become a lifelong learner. You know, you've heard it. It's the the trite little phrase that that leaders are readers. Well, it's true. But it might not just be reading books. It might be listening to podcasts. It might be attending conferences or seminars or continuing education. But whatever it is, leaders are learners, and they're always looking to learn. They're asking questions, and they're always wanting to expand their knowledge. Number two we learn from our mistakes. Sometimes uh, our mistakes are, are, are the best breeding ground for wisdom because we all make mistakes, but we shouldn't make the same mistake twice. When we make a mistake, let's learn from it 
Let's move on. Number three, we study, hum- we study people. The wise or sensible leader is great at understanding people. You know, every one of the people that you lead, every one of the people that's on your team, every one of the people that you manage, they're, they're not the same. And every person needs to be managed differently. So let's study our people. Let's learn what they need. And then the last thing that's going to help us as we, we pursue this, this, this characteristic of being sensible and being wise is humility. So many leaders fall because of their own arrogance. Stay teachable. You know, there's, there's, wisdom says this. Wisdom says there is always something new that I can learn. There's always something new that I can learn. And once a leader thinks that he deserves something or that he's above reproach or that he's beyond correction, he is heading for a very serious fall. One of the best books that I've read in the last few years is called Derailed. And it's uh, by Dr. Tim Irwin. And it's a, a case study of leaders who have fallen. And you might think this is a book about the ministry. No, no, he does case studies on CEOs from companies that you would recognize. I'll put a link to the book in the show notes. Amazing book. But in almost every single case, the primary reason that these particular leaders fell was because of their own arrogance. In a couple of cases, there were moral failures and there were some other things. But even there, it was their arrogance that led to all the bad decisions that they made. So just to wrap up today, today we talked about, um, again, we're talking about leadership excellence, 10 characteristics of great leaders. And today we talked about success. We talked about being strong. We talked about being sound and having good character. And then number seven, we talked about being sensible and, and having wisdom. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Which one of these four characteristics that we've talked about today would you say you identify with the most? Which one would you say that you struggle with the most? I'd love to know. I'd love to get your feedback. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. Let's chat. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three blog posts a week, and by subscribing, you'll make sure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter, so make sure you check it out. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlights. And like we said, we're, we're, we're teaching from, we're using material based on the book by Dr. Phil Pringle, Leadership Excellence, 10 Characteristics of Great Leaders. And I will put a link to the book in the show notes. Also, I mentioned uh, Dr. Tim Irwin's book, Derailed. I can't recommend this book highly enough. If you're a leader, if you're in any kind of man- management or supervisory position, this book is a must read. So check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Click on it and have a look. Well, listen, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you, my friends, to pursue your passion.